Happy Sunday, everyone. All right, let's dive right into it. Bernie Sanders with a complete beatdown last night in Nevada. Um, if there was any doubt who the Democratic frontrunner was, it's now clear. It's Bernie Sanders. Uh, Bernie Sanders is three for three. Won the popular vote in Iowa. He won New Hampshire and now won Nevada overwhelmingly with 46%. Joe Biden came second, which, as we talked about last time, he desperately needed. He needs to do the same next week in South Carolina to show his supporters that he's viable or, you know, it's over. Folks, I mean, despite what most in the media have been ignoring, Bernie Sanders is the favorite to be the Democratic nominee. They don't like it. They keep downplaying it. Just take a look at how MSNBC, a.k.a. the Fox News of the left, have been covering them. But they can't ignore it anymore. That's what Nevada has shown us last night. Um, it's still unlikely that he'll get enough delegates to win the nomination. But I wouldn't rule it out. The question now becomes, how big will Bernie's lead be? In 2016, Bernie conceded to Hillary, even though she didn't have enough delegates. And she lost in the presidential election. And guess what? In the end, Bernie didn't air sour grapes about it, and he came around to support her. To me, the Democratic Party would be absolutely insane to do the same thing this year. They cannot overturn the will of the people and deny Bernie Sanders from being the Democratic nominee. I think the blowback would just be enormous and more like anything else that they saw in 2016 because the supporters that he has now are very, very vocal and very active on social media. I mean, look at AOC. She's got her own supporters and you can damn well expect her to use her pulpit to attack the party and then you're gonna see like this big schism in the party right like it would I think it would be really a big mistake if they do that um, the media keeps saying you know Bernie's gonna get wiped out it's gonna be similar to George McGovern in 72 versus Nixon actually not even just the media Democrats as well right um, personally that's not gonna happen right there's enough states that are solidly Democratic that are not going to go Republican. California, New York, Massachusetts. I mean, these are states that are not going to Trump. So everyone's saying Bernie can't win. They, they don't know what they're talking about. This is the same media that said Trump couldn't win the Republican nomination. Uh, they were wrong. He did. And then after that, they said he couldn't win the presidential nomination. Guess what? He did. Uh, nobody knows anything. There's literally no historical precedent for a Bernie Sanders campaign with this diverse level of support. And that's what it is. People are just think that he's just so far left, he's so socialist, that most Americans won't um, support him, right? But I do think Bernie's making, you know, valid points. Like Amazon, him saying Amazon pays 0% tax. I mean, I think people can agree Amazon should be paying more tax. You got Jeff Bezos' net worth, right? This guy has whatever it is, 136 billion, however much money he has, right? Like, should he not be paying a bit more? Now, we could argue how much more, but I mean, he should be paying more, realistically. Um, I think the other thing to pay attention to Trump, I mean, I'd be very careful wanting to face Bernie Sanders. But if Trump has proven anything over these four years, it's that he's a master with social media messaging, right? You look at his tweets. He's like, come on, Bernie. Don't let the Democratic Party screw you again. Like, he knows exactly what he's doing and who he's talking to. So I think he's a master at doing that at times. 
But like I said, I'd be very careful wanting to face Bernie Sanders. Um, I do think if you look at you know Jeremy Corbyn and Britain this past um, this past year, their election. I mean, I think that's going to give you some insight to how Trump will attack Bernie. And for people, uh, you know, my Toronto listeners or basically all my Toronto listeners, um, I think if you look at Doug Ford, how he campaigned against the NDP this in um, 2018, because there was a week where the NDP was surging, right? And I think um, the internal polling from conservatives saw that. And then you saw Doug attack Andrea Horvath by attacking who her MPs would be as painting them as far loons, right? Far left loons, these activists, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I think that's going to give you some insight to how Trump is going to um, attack Bernie. I don't want to get too much into it in today's podcast. Um, it'll be another episode down the road. But like I said, as I keep tweeting, the ballot box question in November is going to be, am I better off now versus four years ago? Right? That's that's to me is what it comes down to. Realistically, an incumbent president with a strong economy does not get defeated. Just doesn't happen, right? But the Trump presidency has been anything but normal, right? And and Latin, I mean, I'm old enough to remember how much the liberals hated George W. Bush. And guess what? He got reelected. So despite all the visceral hatred that the left had for George Bush because he was hated, right? He got reelected. And now it's funny seeing... You know, the romanticizing of George W. Bush by, by the left, because it's just like, I guess he's not as bad in hindsight as um, Trump is in, in their eyes, but like they absolutely hated him. Right. So, um, yeah. So, again, just, you know, Bernie's three for three heading into South Carolina. Biden currently has a slight lead in South Carolina. Um, but personally, I expect Bernie to win South Carolina. Uh, Joe Biden needs to come second or he's not viable. He needs to show his donors that he's the candidate to to be to be the nominee for the Democrats. Uh, let's see if anyone drops out after South Carolina as well. People, uh, yeah. So we'll see if anyone does that. It's interesting to see people in the media repeating my talking points now, right? Like Trump, the, the Bernie Sanders in 2020 with the Democrats is exactly like Trump in 2016, right? Yet Bernie, Trump was on the, was the contrarian on the right and you had people in the middle vote splitting, right? So now you have Bernie Sanders, like I said, he's on the far left and you have the murky middle with Buttigieg, Warren, Biden, all vote splitting. And then you have, you know, Elizabeth Warren a bit more progressive. They're all splitting the votes while Bernie Sanders takes 30% or more and just goes with it right nevada was a very overwhelming win people did not see that coming so yeah heading into south carolina it's a diverse state biden does well with african americans so we'll see if they stay with biden or if they go to bernie sanders um yeah i mean amy klobuchar right the narrative after new hampshire was that she finished third so that she was on the uptick i think she had a poor debate so she's kind of been fading um, and I actually do want to talk about that debate this past week for a second because, you know, you had Elizabeth Warren attacking Mike Bloomberg when it's just like, if you want to be the Democratic nominee, should you not attack the front runner, right? So she actually hasn't been attacking Bernie 
She was attacking Mike Bloomberg, which is, to me, bizarre. And also, like, in January, right, you had Elizabeth Warren when she had that kind of, you know, that very transparent um, attack on Bernie, how she said, oh, you know, Bernie privately said to me that a woman couldn't be president. I think we all saw that as a very transparent attack, uh, attempt to overtake Bernie. And, you know, it didn't do well for her. She kind of went down in the polls. And then, you know, she had a very good debate by beating up Mike Bloomberg, and then she's gone up a bit. But if you actually pay attention to her words, she's actually been a lot more favorable to Bernie Sanders when she talks. Like, she'll, she won't attack him very pointedly. She even said something like, oh, when she attacks his Medicare program, she's just like, mine's better. Nothing really, like, too, too rigid. So I personally think she's kind of... She sees the writing on the wall that Bernie's likely to be the nominee, and she's kind of like angling for a position as administration potentially to kind of and beating up Mike Bloomberg as a solid for him because she did not come across well or she did not do well after that attack on Bernie in January and you know by all accounts Bernie uh, sorry Mike Bloomberg is in the race to kind of offset Bernie Sanders he's been um, pumped I guess pumped up by billionaires to enter the race to prevent Bernie and I think she's kind of like maybe staying in to keep Bloomberg from winning any kind of momentum he can get. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I think also was interesting in the debate when at the end when Chuck Todd asked if someone has the most delegates, he asked the candidates, everyone has, if someone has the most delegates but doesn't eclipse the total, should they be the nominee? And then not surprisingly, everybody but Bernie said, nope, like this needs to go to the convention so it could be settled, right? Because they know Bernie's going to have the most delegates. So, um, we'll see what happens. It's, to me, it's we'll see how big of a lead Bernie gets. Um, and also, you know, the Mike Bloomberg effect, right? This guy's pumping a lot of mo his own money into this election. Let's see how he does in Tuesday debate in Tuesday's debate coming up. Right? He did not have a good debate. He performed poorly. I don't think it's as bad as people were saying, but he did not do well. And now that he knows that Elizabeth Warren is going to be attacking him in her talking points, I at least expect him to be better prepared and, and he'll be able to counter Elizabeth Warren now. Um, and he kind of already showed us how he's going to approach the primary, right? He's going to, you know, dry line on the sand, capitalism versus socialism. He's a, a successful self-made billionaire and he makes no apologies for that, right? And he also has some other baggage, but I mean, I think people will agree with him, right? Trump kind of the same thing you know I'm a self-made billionaire blah 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 and uh, yeah you I think you have this dichotomy in uh, the democratic circle of you know socialism versus um, capitalism right so yeah I mean I like I said Bernie's running away with it, it would, I'd be insane to take the nomination away from Sanders um, we'll see what happens after Super Tuesday, because after Super Tuesday, 60% of the states will have voted. So, I mean, you should expect Bernie to at least, you know, start pumping up his delegate numbers, in inching closer to that total. Um, yeah, so to me, these are the things to watch coming up. We got the Tuesday debate. Let's see how Mike Bloomberg does, right? I expect him to do better. Two, the South Carolina results on Saturday. Does Joe Biden win? or at least come second. And three, let's see who drops out, if anyone drops out, right? Because 
the longer the murky middle, as I call it, stays in, then the better that does for Bernie. So we'll see. That's it. That's all. It looks like a beautiful Sunday out there. Let's enjoy it. And uh, I hope you're all enjoying watching this theater play out like I am. Enjoy the water cooler. Take care.